0: Hi, listeners. I'm Z. And I'm Ash. And welcome back to Mistakes in the Making. <laughs> wow, that's always going to feel weird to say. Anyways, guys, last week was a little bit of a cliffhanger. I had to abruptly stop and just leave to go get tested. Mm-hmm. So we decided to jump into the next seven days drama. Something you should know, we started this podcast when I was in America and Ash was in England. So we both just had to come back to Bombay since this is such a Bombay-based podcast. Also, we didn't have Mm -hmm. jobs in a pandemic and, you know, we had to come back to our families. So what was your journey like coming from England to India?
1: I mean, mine was pretty smooth. I feel like I'm not going to complain because it was literally I got into like a flight and... And had a good hotel quarantine for a week, which was quite good. But one thing that really annoyed me was at the airport, fine, social distancing was all good. But like getting into the flight in the line, no one was social distancing. And that just triggered me and the list oh god and there was this guy behind me who like I told him please thoda piche raho, like humko social distanc- distancing karna hai. and he just started laughing at my face <laughs> oh my god what is this Hindi baba yeah I mean it was a very you know of course when you're abroad and you can like spit out Hindi whenever like I just do it all the time Like, Gujju as well. I'm like, I can't. I speak broken Gujju, but it's fun. Anyway, so I told him and he just started laughing at my face. And he was like, no, no, I'm not going to social distance. Like, we're all getting on the same plane. If I have it, you have it by now. Oh, my God. But I swear, like, throughout the flight, I did not take a single breath. I just was like, I can't take deep breaths. Like, I'm wearing this mask and shield. Like, I can't pee, but I had to pee, whatever, whatever. I got back to the hotel And I was just so relieved. And then I got tested, which was super funny when they put it up your nose and throat. Like I was gagging and trying not to cough at the person. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, and it all went smoothly and I tested negative. But let's move on to your story. (laughs) It's a lot more complex than mine.
0: Well, so we were on Air India flights because Mm -hmm. that was the only airline accepting people. And I think Ash actually had an earlier ticket, but then that flight got cancelled. So then she had to get onto a different flight like two, three weeks later. I got onto a flight on the list four days before the flight. So I just packed my whole apartment in America. Mm. Then I went to the airport, got onto the plane. Literally, I didn't eat on the plane. I didn't use the toilet. I barely even like drank any water and it was 16 hours. Mm-hmm. But here's the catch, guys. <laughs> I had to come to Bombay and there were only flights from my city to Delhi. So I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna like just bite all my values and just go to Delhi. <laughs> Being a traitor to
1: my city because We'd you know, I still Bombay love you, Delhi all. listeners. But yeah, from your experience, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I've also, mind you, I've not been to Delhi in like a solid five, seven years. Mm -hmm. So a lot has changed in that time. Anyways, I landed in Delhi. I had a reservation at the same hotel chain that Ash was in in Bombay.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: But I also had a flight to Bombay. And I tried to get onto the flight to Bombay, but they were just like, no, Maharashtra is not allowing any people inside. You're going to have to quarantine at a hotel. And I was like, okay, you know what? Sure. I fully understand that. And then the person after me was just kind of like, hi, I have a flight to Surat. Could I please go? And then the person was just like, yeah, sure. Go to Surat. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. This person also got off an international flight. Why aren't they quarantining? (laughs) Turns out if you're going to go anywhere other than like maybe the South and Maharashtra, you're allowed to fly straight Mm -hmm. after an international flight. So I was just kind of like, you know what it is, what it is. Um, and then there were no cars allowed to pick up people from the Delhi airport Fair. So they put us all on buses with our suitcases. And here's what was so scary. I was the only girl on this bus. And I had landed mm-hmm. in Delhi at like four o'clock. By the time I managed to leave the airport, it was 8.30 in the night. And it was really dark. And I was like, you know what, there are other men here. So then they started to drop off people at their hotels and at their quarantine centers. And then eventually it was just me, the bus driver, and some guy from the airport who had my passport. And I was like, oh my god, I'm on a bus with two men at night in Delhi. And I just started to get so scared. But eventually, after like a 20-minute drive, I reached the hotel. I was really dirty. The air pollution in Delhi was actual madness. I thought Bombay had bad air pollution, In Delhi, I literally left my phone on my lap for like five minutes and there was a layer of visible dust on it. It was very, very bad. And then I got into a nice room at the hotel, quarantined there for seven days, got tested in Delhi, had like some weird little swab go up my nose, go into my mouth, gag on it. It was fine. Mm. It came negative. And then I was like, yay, I'm COVID free. And I went back to Bombay and Mm -hmm. I made it to my house, quarantined in a room. And eventually after four days of just quarantining in this room in my house, I decided to get tested again because the test would allow me to go out sooner if it came negative. Mm -hmm. So I just pushed my parents and I was like, just please try and get me tested again. So someone came to the house, tested me. The next day I was expecting my mom to come and give me a hug, being like, it's negative, Baba. You can go <laughs> be free, hug your
1: dog. And it came back positive. <laughs> <laughs> In retrospect, this is so hilarious. Sorry, continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have I'm COVID positive. That's hilarious, Ash. <laughs> Yeah,
0: I like messaged you and I was like, I have COVID and I messaged three other people and the first person to call me was you, Ash. And what was your reaction when you first saw that message being like, I'm positive?
1: I was so shocked. And I think I was more troubled than you because I called you and I was super worried. But you were like, yeah, you know, like, just got this out of the way trying to be all positive. And I was freaking out. Baba, I know I was like, I know
0: I was like super like upbeat about it all, but like the only thing positive about that day was my test results oh yeah I know (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah everyone was just kind of like you know what at least you're getting it over and done with and then halfway through the day I realized how bad it was and I was like what if my lungs collapse and I die I'm a statistic I made the problem worse what if you know like on the plane someone gave it to me what if I gave it to other people and I felt like such a burden and then I also thought how the fuck could I get it from a Delhi Bombay flight but not from an America Delhi flight that is actually insane but it it was what it was so then the BMC came to my house they sprayed like this mad pesticide sanitizer all over my room all over my bathroom and then they were just kind of like you know what you're very asymptomatic like literally I could taste I could smell I could I had no fever no cough nothing so they were just kind of like you know what let's just test you again and I was like sure test me again so they did that again and then by the time that happened I was tested three times and I literally didn't care (laughs) they had like just inserted it like (laughs) <laughs> fully down my throat into my esophagus. Oh, I God. didn't care at that point. I was so desensitized to the test. Um, yeah. And then the next day, I was just feeling very manic. And I called Ash and I said, let's record an episode. And we recorded an episode about how insane it was that I had tested positive, how I had no symptoms, and how mm-hmm. I was an inspiration to the people. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was a very cute episode. <laughs> very cute. I actually really liked it. Mm-hmm. And then I decided, you know what? My as well live my best COVID life. So after that call, I just started to binge watch TV. I wasn't washing my hands. What was the point? I already had COVID. Why stay safe? (laughs) <laughs> so I was just doing what I did. And then suddenly my mom started to bang on my door being like, it was negative. Your test from ne- yesterday is negative. And I was just kind of like, oh my god, what? <laughs> and then turns out I had had a false positive And I had told like 10-20 <laughs> people. I literally didn't want to tell anyone yesterday. But then apparently there was a list of everyone who tests positive each day by, yeah. by locality. So I was like, fuck, it, my name's going to be on the list, might as well just tell people. So then I had to send everyone an apology.
1: Snapchat in one go being like, lol, turns out it was a false positive. And your story spread like wildfire. Like, I have a friend whose boyfriend's grandmother lives in your building. And I heard the story from her. And I was like, wait, are you talking about Z? (laughs) Like, oh, it was madness. The rumor was really just churning hard. Literally. And full-on judgment. Oh, like, she should have been more careful. And, like, how can you come from Delhi and not quarantine? Like, what you did was perfectly legal. And you were so careful. Yeah. Also, my building
0: had no cases whatsoever. So people were just, like, looking at me like, fuck, this girl brought the Black Plague into this building. And honestly... I'm fine, I don't have it, but I'm still quarantining in this tiny room for like another week and then I'm going to quarantine in my house for another week or two after Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. But the day I step out, oh, people are going to just like stone me, honestly.
1: (laughs) oh god oh god the
0: amount of hate i'm getting is unreal i like i literally don't even want to step out not because i'm scared of getting the virus it's because i'm scared people are going to look at me being like ah there goes the person who got the plague and people are literally like making up rumors now that just kind of like oh it's she's faking the false positive she actually has it she just doesn't Mm -hmm. want us to panic and i'm like auntie
1: no please yeah yeah god I don't know buildings are trying to be so careful and like maintain a good reputation like yeah we're COVID free but then I feel like everyone even when I came back everyone is was a little wary even though I was like quarantining away from my family but it's just like the looks that I got when I entered I was like I tested negative I am a lot safer than all these people who've been going to office and like Ordering food from out. Getting packages. Like I've just been tested one day ago. But it's just like that stigma. Which I get. Like everyone wants to be careful and safe. But hmm. yeah. And
0: now I'm also really worried. But I'm like I don't want anyone in my building. Or the building next to me to get sick. Absolutely nobody. Not because I care about their well-being and their safety. But I know because they'll <laughs> blame me. <laughs> and I just can't have that. I- <laughs> Like I need a month to go by with no one to get it. And then for like, then everyone can get it. I wouldn't care. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) yeah but so seriously those like three days was such an emotional roller coaster because it, it was like yeah. oh testing positive fuck I have it and, and like I went through like stages you know how mm. like that the stages of depression it was like the stages of COVID depression like mm. ah, I'm fine it's okay I'm getting it out of the way I'll have, have free I'll be free in a month I can do my nails and then it was like oh fuck what if I die what if I've given it to someone what if someone dies because of me yeah oh. and then all of that to be like lol just kidding you don't have it <laughs>
1: literally but yeah on a more serious note like the emotional turmoil must have been insane i know you were like portraying this like happy image but deep down i know you would have been so scared you know that meme
0: which one? Wait, you know that meme of that dog where the, like everything's on fire and the dog yeah, is just yeah. sitting and like <laughs> drinking coffee and being like, it's fine. That was me. That's me in any bad situation. Like the world could be ending, and like, you know, the rapture could happen, the yeah. world is opening up cracks in the ground, lava, people like falling off bridges.
1: I yeah. just feel like it's fine. This is life. Yeah, literally. I feel like our generation, especially like we're so traumatized by now. It's just like, yeah, keep it coming. Like, how we're so desensitized to everything, but yeah, I'm just happy you're safe. It also has like a lot to do with like just our like
0: family situations and stuff.
1: I guess, but I'll say this all in all, I'm thankful that we were able to first of all afford a ticket to go home quarantine comfortably. And go home to like a family that's loving and supporting. I know a lot of my friends at university. They had to go back at back home because they couldn't make rent. And it wasn't like a comfortable environment at home for them. And it's just been very traumatizing to a lot of people. Also like Absolutely. domestic abuse at this time. Like it's so complicated. I am just touched with so happy. Like I fully recognize our privilege in this entire COVID journey. Yeah. this whole like
0: virus really just exposed so many flaws that were already within the indian system Yeah, like there have been so many posts on instagram that i'm seeing where it's headlines like oh the bachans had mild symptoms and got vip treatments exactly in the hospitals, whereas people yeah. who had very serious symptoms were denied and died outside of the
1: hospital exactly and people trying to go home had to walk and walk for days and that's yeah. just Oh, it's so hard. Like, sometimes it's hard to believe we live in the same country. And it really breaks my heart. But I do feel... And you can have such different realities while exactly. living in the
0: same... Just, like, you know, same three kilometers. Exactly,
1: exactly.
0: So speaking of which, uh, the New York Times actually came out with a really poignant article in mm-hmm. which they basically quoted an MIT study where researchers found that by the end of next year India will be the worst hit country in the world yeah
1: yeah and
0: they basically hit on a few points but here are the main points we have officially reached a million cases and 25000 deaths which is mm-hmm. staggering and um so many students are just fully out of they don't have any college they don't have any job prospects yeah yeah so and also there used to be this whole notion that oh let's just you know give the give everyone the virus and then herd immunity will kick in
1: yeah but not in india our numbers and i know everyone will try like it's a coping mechanism to say like yeah per capita we're 143rd in the world and it's not that bad but i'm like that doesn't make up for the number of people dying yeah also I really don't like the argument of herd
0: immunity because when Absolutely you really think not. about it that just means that that's just an, a nicer way of putting it's fine if some old people die exactly. as long as then yeah. we can get our
1: economy running which is exactly and I was in London when Boris was just trying out herd immunity it was quite new then and honestly it was so scary because one I don't know it's just like the mentality everyone was going out some without masks and it was just like my friend and I were at home looking out of our window so confused as to how everyone was so normal and the number of people dying every day just kept increasing and I'm like this is not working like sure herd immunity you want to flatten the curve but people are dying man And also shout out to the healthcare workers. Like I have a lot of friends who've like volunteered in the front lines and it's been so hard for them wearing that equipment, standing, not getting a break, not having enough resources to take care of your patients and just like letting them go when you know that you could have done better for them. It's just so heartbreaking. Yeah,
0: honestly, the mental health toll. Oof. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So
0: another part <laughs> of this article stated that the early lockdown was actually very premature because the virus hadn't mm-hmm. spread really. And this professor in New Delhi, Dr. Anand Krishnan, he said that what should have happened is that India should have let the virus kind of spread from till like March, April and then started doing like a full lockdown because initially they did like this huge lockdown and nothing really happened we didn't flatten the curve Mm. because it wasn't that infested and now all these big cities like Bombay and Delhi and Chennai and Ahmedabad are just becoming like an insane hub for this virus yeah
1: and I honestly right now I'm not looking at the situation as India as a country it's literally these cities and states are such different like pockets it's Literally, countries have smaller populations than a lot of our cities. I don't even know what the solution is when it comes to India at this point. Like people are saying, oh, follow like the There's China no model or follow,
0: like, yeah. Yeah, follow Europe's model. But that's just not feasible, fam. Not in India.
1: Yeah, India is so different. You can't compare it to any other country. What works for us will never work for anyone else. But I will say this, whenever I have stepped out to get groceries or anything, the Indian public is doing their job. Everyone has been so careful, so safe. Masks, sanitizers everywhere. And I'm so glad that we're better than stupid Americans arguing about their masks. Isn't that just, like, the highest form of, like, first world privilege, though? Like, think about those people who are anti-vaxxers. Dude, don't even get me started. I can't. I literally can't. Yeah, so people who, are, who have
0: the choice to be like, oh, no, I don't want a vaccine. Excuse me, madam. Over
1: here, you know, you, like, people, like, beg for vaccines. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you think coronavirus is a big deal? Like, if we didn't have vaccines, it would be, like quite normal because there'd be so many other things going on i just i can't i ca- yeah. how do you argue with these people Anyway, <laughs>
0: i don't think you can i just think you need corona to do its job <laughs> that was so morbid it was <laughs> i like that would make like
1: poor little dunk and also be like oh my god Z, what's wrong with you <laughs> No, what like it's true if you want to be stupid then you get what you deserve yeah
0: also this article just hits on one more really good point Mm -hmm. by making this lockdown happen so quickly and so suddenly even though there wasn't really a a need to do so in early march so many labor and like workers were displaced and like just didn't have
1: jobs so of course they went back to villages and then that spread it even more yeah, I know, and I get like I'm. They want to be home, you know, want to be with their families. What other choice do you have? Yeah, and now like in Bombay for the coastal road, they've called them back, and I was like, why didn't you just pay them? Like, I just oh, this gets me so angry. I just like oh. oh, fam, this is just it's, it's like, such a mess. Sometimes I feel in India like humans are so disposable. Oh, especially absolutely. depending on your class and it makes me so angry
0: <sighs> yeah
1: like genuinely
0: sometimes I feel like like just cows and cattle are treated better than some yeah, people
1: yeah yeah very depressing to say out loud I know I mean I really want I feel like we will need a separate episode just to like vent but yeah just yeah. coming Not back to best. like just to just discuss these topics discuss, yeah, yeah. But coming back to like our journeys with COVID and your false positive, it's just talking about it. I'm just realizing our privilege more and more. And I'm like happy that we're in a stable, comfortable home with shelter and food and resources. And it's just making me thankful. But for any of you guys out there, If you all just need some emotional support or someone to chat to, I think we're more than free and happy to speak to you guys about it. I mean, you're not alone. All of us are feeling anxious at this point. And yeah, just give love, get love. That was very well put. Also, if you're lonely and you
0: just are sick of your family as they just criticize you for not getting an engineering degree or becoming a (laughs) lawyer or becoming first lawyer engineer, then come to us. We're your friends. Leave a voice note in the description and make sure to check us out on Instagram, Mistakes in the Making podcast.
1: Take care, everyone. Please be safe. Maybe one
0: day we'll have like a good, intelligent, cohesive podcast, but not today. We'll be